Ruby H. Jackson Pollock contains explicit language and content. Listener discretion is advised. I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which I am recording and extend my respects to all elders past, present and future. Hey everyone, um, I am in sunny far north Queensland. If you can hear the birds and the uh, wind in the background, that's what it is. I'm also recording on my phone for this intro because I didn't want to bring my really nice microphone that I borrowed off uh, Holly from episode one. I didn't want to put it in a bag and let Tiger Air potentially destroy it. Um, anyway, today's episode is with a gorgeous artist um, that I had actually only met the first time we did this podcast. Her name's Jemima Longworth. Her Instagram is Jemima Longworth, L-O-N-G-W-O-R-T-H. Her work is also on our Instagram. Um, so you can just follow through there. Yeah, um, there's not much more to say. Uh, we're about halfway through our work, so so exciting. If you're only listening to this one, go back and listen to the other ones because they're all good. Look, they're all good and very funny. Don't doubt me. And don't worry about that very loud car that just came past. I'm in Queensland. What what can I, what else can I say? Okay. Enjoy. Um, Jemima is like the name that I use when like I'm using a fake name. <laughs> really? <Yeah. laughs> That's so funny. If I'm like, if, you know, if someone approaches like you and you're like, oh, <laughs> you I'm just too don't tired. Into it, yeah. yeah, they're like, oh, what's your name? I'm like Jemima because I've always liked it. Like <laughs> I always like. I was like, that's what I want to call my daughter. But then I'm like, I shouldn't like give my daughter my fake name. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought it was so funny. I was like, yeah. That's your real name, and Jemima is my fake name. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. One of the interesting things about your work is, obviously, you create a lot of work that is about a female body. And I assume, like, your body? Yes. Yes. (laughs) I mean, I've not seen her naked, but I feel like I have. (laughs) And I also feel like you've seen me naked, because that's my body also. (laughs) I'm like, that's weird. we got the same titties. No, (laughs) that's, like, so many people. So many people come up to me and go, we have the same boobs. (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, "Mm." I'm like, have I been hacked? But then also, like, I like, yeah, I love that. I mean, so do you feel like the painting like suspends some of the vulnerability for you a hundred percent like I never even really thought about that until I had some paintings in a show and then it was opening night and we'd like finished installing everything and I was like oh my god this is me like Mm. I'm naked on this canvas people are gonna know it's me and like then it hit me but I don't know I got over that pretty quick when yeah like it it was popular and people were saying that they really liked it and I don't know I've just started taking photos recently um and they're like they're not super exposing because they're really cropped but they do feel way more vulnerable than my paintings I mean because you use your body a lot do you consider it like a tool or just a subject or Um, is there something significant about using your body rather than a body I think it was Like, honestly, it just began as convenience. Like, I remember last two summers ago, I just moved house. And then I just started, like, forcing myself to draw, like, and draw heat. And I just started, like, really quickly using oil pastels to draw these figures. And then 
like they they were me and then I realized I was getting like quite good at it and I didn't have to like trace or use images like I just kind of understood so I mean it's probably just comfort (laughs) like I do want to extend and especially like skin colors and like different tones and I do want to branch out Mm -hmm. um but yeah I think I do enjoy like curvier women so it's like more fun to draw yeah there's just more to them <laughs> like, uh, yeah I I don't know have you ever done like much life drawing classes yeah I have <laughs> for some reason I love bodies that look um quote-unquote different yeah no definitely like, you know they're just more beautiful like I, I don't yeah. know there's just something to it yeah yeah so you use your body a lot um I mean, obviously, it's on social media, on Instagram. Mm. I guess it wouldn't be so much in on your website, but on Instagram, do you ever get, like, negative comments or sexual messages or anything like that? I do. I never get nev- negative comments. Like, all the comments on my Instagram are very positive, and, which is delightful. But yeah. um, I do sometimes, because it's a public account, I get like message requests from yeah. just yeah. all those <laughs> that little shit thing that guys. Comes up and you're like oh, <laughs> like no. I know what this yeah. is. Yeah. Like either just saying hi or like sending a love heart or like asking for a nude and it's just like No, no dude, this is exactly opposite of what yeah. my art is. You've missed the whole point, yeah. bud. <laughs> yeah. So just block. I don't really I love using Instagram. So I feel like it it kind of is part of my practice. Like, yeah. And especially like those photos that I referred to earlier, it's like, I haven't actually done anything with those. They're purely on Instagram. So yeah. it's like, they're just in my camera roll. I haven't like made them into anything. So I guess it is part of my practice. Um, Cause it is quite an important part and it is how you like make connections. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And I guess with the photos, um, more obviously but even when you're photographing paintings that's like a part that's a documentation that's it part is, of the definitely. actual making of the product so yeah. or the product is so commercial but no, yeah you know, <laughs> the work so yeah I, I'm just really interested about like social media and bodies because it's like you just said you've got weird messages but mm. also positive comments yeah and I mean I'm always think about like how that affects an artist because artists in the past would just make yeah and then present in an exhibition or to a dealer or whoever and um whether that is good or bad was up to them Mm. whereas now we get instant feedback on our work and it's shaping our practices so much yeah definitely do you have a clear evolution of your practice from say two or three years ago to now or you think that you've sort of like it all makes sense in the long run. Um, I don't know. So when I started RMIT, which was three years ago, my art was so different. Like, okay, so in year 12, I was taking photos. It wasn't related to the body at all. It was just purely looking at light um, and shadows and things. And then I just randomly started doing these black and white portraits, like of that face. Um, and then that's how I got into RMIT. And for some reason, I just randomly jumped into nudes. And then, like, I did one huge painting. And I was like, oh, I really like this. And then I've just 
continued on. So I don't know. It's been very chop and change. <laughs> and accidental even. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't even know how it happened. I think I was doing a life drawing class and then I wanted to challenge myself. So I was like, I'm going to try these oil paints again. I haven't done that for years. And then it just happened. Yeah. <laughs> and now I am where I am. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's, uh, I think that's quite, um, standard for a lot of artists. Yeah. You just try something and you're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> maybe I'll do this again and get a little bit better at it. Mm. And then do it again. And then you're like, I, I don't know about you, but I do something like a hundred, 200 times. And I'm like, I'm so bored of this. I need to do something completely different. Yeah. And then I like throw <laughs> that away and I might come back to it later. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, I have to start with a whole different medium, mm. whole different material. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I also feed, I think it feeds into like an imposter syndrome thing where you're like, I can't be making the same things or only good at one thing mm. or people won't want to see the same thing yeah yeah and people don't like my art so I've got to <laughs> keep making new art yeah. and making stuff until someone has a really overwhelming reaction Connection, to it yeah, yeah. which I mean <laughs> is unreasonable and no I think every artist thinks but, that yeah. every artist thinks that I on yeah I Identifying as an artist is such a weird thing. It's quite scary. It's, it's <laughs> really scary. I yeah. mean, I hesitate to do it now. Like, I, yeah. I would rather say, oh, I'm a curator, even though I'm not. I'm a historian, <laughs> I'm a writer. Like, I'd rather say that than an artist because then you're like... Mm. Then people ask more about it. Like, like, they ask to see it and like... Yes. <laughs> Oh, and my biggest fear is yeah. them going like, oh, do you have anything I can see? Showing it to them and you can see on their face, face that yeah. they're like trying to be polite, but they don't like they're it. Like, oh. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, oh, I see. So yeah. it's art. Yeah. So it's art. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, no, I agree. That's like my biggest fear and it's happened so rarely in my life, but it's just stuck in my head. Mm. Um <laughs> institutions do but like like throughout the degree yeah what's your like opinion on that degree um no it's been really good and they encourage you to just keep making keep making and they really push that and because that really will help you once you graduate and like if you don't have a traject uh, trajectory you just yeah. have to keep making um and they've yeah they tell you to push yourself and experiment and if you feel stuck, just, yeah, keep going. And this last semester, we do, like, a industry businessy class, which I feel like has really prepped us for the real world. Yeah. <laughs> which is good. I'd love that um, to be more prominent in the courses. Definitely, yeah. Like, they need to do it throughout the whole three years. Like, yeah. it is quite depressing because it's, like, it's hard to just be an artist, but... It gives you skills about like writing artist statements and gallery mm. proposals and things like that. And I don't know how to draw floor plans, like your art into floor yeah. plans and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's been really helpful, but yeah, could have been throughout the whole degree. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess now is like better than never, but mm. 
It still feels a little bit too late. Yeah. I feel like in my first two years, they didn't even address that it's, like, hard to be an artist. <laughs> they just kind yeah. of... We live in a fantasy world of art school of just, like... Where you get set making. time yeah. with all your materials in a studio to just make, yeah. which... Um, if you have a lot of money and resources, great, you can do that straight yeah. away. But a lot of the time is like, because I'm art history, I don't get any studio um, yeah. space at school. So, I mean, I make all my art right here in my yeah. lounge room. Yeah. And then I have to store it wherever I can find shit. Like, yeah. you know, I have I'm to not, transport it. Yeah, I'm, and, it, you know, I have to, I don't do a lot of commercial artwork, but sometimes mm. I sell paintings and... I package them all here. Yeah. On my lounge floor. <laughs> like, I finish them here, I do that, and then I yeah. go up to the post office and I send them. And I don't know, it feels like inauthentic to be called an artist when you're doing it all from like a fake place. <laughs> but it's not. It's yeah, real. It's, not. Like, it's just like a different studio area. Yeah. Like, I do a lot of my work at home as well, even though I have a studio space. But like, it's quite small. So yeah. I have like my easel at home. Yeah. Where I do, like, the bigger ones and things. Valued and as much as university, they say, like, you can make anything. You can be any artist you want. Yeah. I go to art classes where I'm wearing, like, pretty normal clothes and feel left out. Which is such a stupid yeah. thing to say, but... No, I feel that. Yeah. I mean, I think RMIT kids are a bit, like, how we were saying before. Like, we're a bit chicken to call ourselves actual artists. Yeah. But I get the whole... Um, yeah persona like I don't wear overly arty clothes yeah and like I do go in in just (laughs) yeah mainstream clothes and then I see all these like cool people with Mm -hmm. like hundreds of piercings and tattoos and groovy shirts (laughs) which which is great for them but uh, like I was saying to my uh, my other conversation um do you feel like some people will do the piercings the tattoos the cool like the beanies whatever mm. that hipster look and then they're like that's enough for me to be an artist yeah now. yeah like it's not about the work it's yeah. about being perceived as arty yeah no that's a lot of people especially in group shoots that I have in class I like see those people that I thought have been really cool and they've made like really shit art yes. or they like <laughs> haven't made enough like they've done like one drawing that took five minutes and we've had like five weeks like yeah. and then there's like lots of hidden talents that are in the degree that just create this, like, amazing work. Yeah, or, like, even, I mean, I love conceptual work. I'm always here for it, but Mm. someone will be like, this is a sketch and it represents, like, (laughs) being a person. And you're like, okay, (laughs) can you extend that? But, like, because they look cool, I feel like everyone around them is like, well, they know what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, (laughs) you know so much more about philosophy than I do. Yeah. Like, I have a a running joke with one of my friends that if we ever see bad art, we're like, it's about capitalism. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it always is. It's about capitalism. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. Like, can we, like, do – yeah, cool, but make it interesting. Don't just – Yeah put on a cool shirt, you know, <laughs> and then say it's about capitalism. Yeah. Like, <laughs> No, RMIT, they always challenge you, like, yeah, about your concept, about why you did this, why you hung it like this, why you haven't experimented 20 different ways of presenting it. Like, yeah, they the lectures are really good in that sense, but, yeah, sometimes it can be a lot, yeah. <laughs> especially if you've just painted on an old canvas and you don't have a reason for it. 
and they'll yeah. like really latch onto that and be like, why? Yeah, why? Like, you're like, just like printed out on A4 or something, and they're like, what does the A4 yeah. represent? And you're like, nothing. Yeah, it's I like it was convenient. Like, because I had class in an hour and I hadn't printed yeah, it out yeah. yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, making work as a woman and making work that is feminist has been good or bad for your time at university. Do you find that you get pigeonholed? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, but I think it has been good just because of, like, the current times and what's yeah. going on. So people can relate to it and give me, like, good um, things to research and, like, yeah. But I, yeah. Do, I do get pigeonholed with it. Like, you're so discouraged to make work about yourself as a woman because then it just becomes like lady art right and it's like oh yeah so you're just talking about your body again and sex again and reproduction again and it's like that thing mm. it's like st- female stand-up comedians like you're not supposed to talk about your period kind of thing like yeah. that stereotype yeah which I thought was really interesting because I mean I've found in my own practice I sometimes will refrain from making things that are overtly political because I don't want people to be like, oh, she's a political artist or yeah. she's a feminist artist, which is so strange because that's how I identify as a human. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, I've only ever gotten that from one lecturer, to be honest. Like, everyone else is quite supportive and go and says, like, yeah, this is really relevant. Like, this is great. Keep going. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, that one lecture I just steer clear of. <laughs> what... Was it a man or a woman? Man. Yeah. It was an old white man. And I really don't like him. Well, I I have a lecturer like that who um, I probably shouldn't mention by name because he's very esteemed at Monash. <laughs> but he was so fucking sexist. I feel like really? everyone listening yeah. to this will know exactly who I'm talking about. But Fair. we're not allowed to say anything because yeah. he's very special. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know who you are. Um, <laughs> and everyone else does and we all hate you. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so what did this lecturer say? Um, I don't know. He just wasn't really into it. Uh, this was last year. Um, and it was for, like, my big class that's worth the most. Just yeah. the general um, practice one. Um, and, like, I made the time, I remember, to go see him individually because I felt like I hadn't really had a chance to chat with him properly. And so I brought him a painting. And then I explained what it's about. And he was like, yeah, this is cool, but it's, like bit generic like you could you could push it further and it's like like yeah I can push it further and I will but this is where I'm at at the moment yeah um and yeah he was just yeah the generic thing like just everyone's kind of talking about this and it's like yeah because it's important yeah (laughs) and it's like not solved so yeah yeah. So I just think... Women, he, always yapping. <laughs> exactly. He just didn't really understand. Because he's obviously never experienced any of it. That sounds like a pretty... St- you know, I, I feel like his response is pretty generic of, like, a white man yeah. in education. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, I just, like, totally know what type of person you're talking about. I can imagine yeah. him without even knowing who it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just curly white hair, glasses, tall. Yeah. Regular build. He's yeah. just a very regular man. <laughs> just very average, but somehow is like 
gonna tell you that yours isn't generic. I love this one here. I mean, this is an audio medium, so it's not gonna work. So mm. you've sewn. Is it? Yeah, it's sewn. Yeah. Hand sewn words are uh, the word ugh. Yeah. <laughs> into a painting. And I can't yeah. get the. I can't get the um caption up at the moment. Do they have stories associated with them, those words? Or are they more just like. This word totally represents my feeling right now. That one actually does have, like, a huge story behind it. Um, so that uh, painting I did in direct response to an experience I had that afternoon. Yeah. So I was walking down Dandenong Road um, for about, I don't know, for like five minutes, like really not long, and... I was just walking, minding my own business. It was peak hour traffic, so I was kind of, like, walking with the traffic. Yeah. And there was a car, like, a big white ute, and the guy rolled down his window and just, like, started yelling at me and was like, hey, hey. And then, like, I kept walking and then, like, walked off. He pulled up again and was, like, just the really gross stuff of, yeah. like, what you doing? Like, want to chat? And then I ended up telling him to fuck off, and he, like got so angry and yeah. was like flipping me off and like yelling at me and luckily my house was just there so I could like walk down the driveway um but yeah he and then he I could just hear him like rev and just drive off and it was just like <laughs> so that was in direct response to yeah an experience and I was just like fuming once I got in my room I was like oh my god I have to do something I have to get this out <laughs> yeah I'm sure you would have similar situations but I've had friends who are what maybe you would societally consider more attractive than me, but they're quite thin and yeah. sporty, yeah. like that kind of like yeah. model look. Yeah. And they get less harassment. Or sorry, that's not true because all women get just infinite harassment. Yeah. <laughs> they get very different harassment. I feel like because mm. I have a womanly body, I get much more sexualized harassment. Yeah. Like not a lot of people will come up to me and just like, like it's, it's always annoying, no matter what, when you're unprovoked, mm. someone comes up to you. But I very rarely get people coming up and being like, hi, how's it going? Like, yeah. trying to, like, get a conversation like, going. Hit on you. A lot like, of the time, it's more like, like, <laughs> once once I had a guy just, like, sitting on a bench and he goes, hey, nice tits, have a nice day. And I was like, what? Oh like, my God. <laughs> that was <such> a confusing <laughs> interaction. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like it's so much more sexualized oh, yeah. when you look like look look like a woman or have like what people consider a sexy body or something yeah like that. definitely I never even thought about that until just now mm. <laughs> like my friends are the same they're like quite skinny um like tall yeah and mm. just gorgeous I mean <laughs> um but yeah they whenever they get hit on like whenever we go to bars it's like guys are actually trying to like pick them up like yeah they're actually I mean, not that they actually invest in conversation, but, like, it is less sexual. Like, it's, it's slower. It's, it's annoying in all concentration. Because I'll talk yeah. to you if I want to talk to yeah. you. Fuck off. I'm trying to have fun with my friends. And, yeah. yeah, it's not to say one's worse than the other, but... It's just I very find, different. Yeah. And if I get... Um, I'm doing air quotes because it's not compliments, <laughs> but compliments yeah. from random men, it will always be, like either about a particular part of my body, yeah. like my ass or my tits, mm. 
or it will be that I'm sexy or hot and never get beautiful or pretty. Yeah. Which is such a weird thing to think about because I feel like they're so... All of those words have, like, intention in them. Mm. Like, when someone calls you sexy or hot, it's because they want to fuck you. Yeah. And they think your body's nice. Yeah. Which is just so... Yeah. Strange. <laughs> and beautiful is just wholesome and all beautiful. round. I, I'd like to... I'd like to Make a point to say, I don't want you to call me beautiful either. Leave yeah, me no, alone. No, definitely but, like, not. But like, I also <laughs> don't want to be told that I have a nice ass at 10 a.m. on the tram. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. Not the time, bud. <laughs> also, they're usually like 60 and like the most decrepit looking. I always attract like the lowest form. I'm like, am I like really ugly? And people just think that like everyone can shoot their shot. <laughs> like, oh, it's gross. Men are like, yeah. finally, I've got one that's <laughs> got something. Oh, God. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> I've noticed here your post has been deleted. Does that happen a lot to you? Yeah. It, so, well, it only happens when I try to promote things. So, because technically uh-huh. this is a business page. Yeah. So, like, I get promotions. Sometimes I get, like, free credits to promote. But every single time I try to promote, they say no because it contains nudity, blah, blah, blah. So, it only gets deleted because I've tried to promote it it doesn't it never gets deleted just a random just, post yeah yeah, yeah. Oh. so I can never promote anything because they're like no conflicts with our community guidelines but once I remember I wrote something like I always write essays like yeah. back to them but one time like it was an actual person and they were like I'm so sorry like I wish we could let yeah. you do this but we, we can't just have to follow yeah whatever place I, yeah yeah that was like once out of five times <laughs> yeah I once I put up a piece um well it got taken out from my Instagram but it's on my website but mm-hmm. um it was this piece it's the opening piece on my website because I like it so much but basically mm-hmm. I love collecting like really gross porn magazines and cutting shit out of it yeah this <laughs> nice. one here so. It's just basically like a porno shot of yeah. the lower half of a woman yeah. with an arrow to her vagina saying, I'm with stupid. <laughs> and Instagram deleted that and um, was like, that's not acceptable. You can't put a vagina on there. How dare you? So I <laughs> like redid it and I blocked out the vagina and put the Instagram logo there and said, I'm with stupid. <laughs> and they didn't mind that apparently. Oh, really? But, yeah. But it didn't get taken down. I don't know if they just don't see it because it doesn't, like, flash up as, yeah. like, a vagina in, like, their monitors. Yeah, it probably wouldn't. But Ugh. if somebody were to report that, <laughs> then I it thought it was taken funny. Down. It is. I That's thought it was good. funny, and I was so mad that it got taken down because yeah. it was, like, one of my favourite things. <laughs> yeah. so stupid, but, yeah. like, you know, when something like that happens, you get, like... You're like, no, now I want to post more Yeah, like, it's like, now I want to fight back. Yeah, it's like, I will post a full frontal nude, like, yeah. if I want to Instagram, this is my page. I don't understand how it works sometimes. Like, I have friends who post, like, nudes and they don't, like, blur out their nipples or anything. Yeah. And, like, it's just fine. Like, yeah. But then I have some people who do it and it just immediately gets taken down. I don't know if it's because it's reported, but it's like, I don't want this to be looked at as sexual. That's... Yeah, you're, yeah. Instagram just completely doesn't understand, which is, I get it. Like, it's a concept behind an art, which I don't always state. 
And, like, they're obviously not going to know that. But like, bots can't pick that up. But also, it's like, you're proving my point. Mm. <laughs> that you've sexualized something that is explicitly not supposed to be sexualized. Yes, yes. Yeah. Exactly. <sighs> <laughs> Instagram, I love you, but... But you have flaws. <laughs> yeah. Your Instagram is quite well curated. I've noticed that... Thanks. Um, I've noticed that everyone I talk to has a much nicer looking Instagram than me. Because I just, like... <laughs> put shit up yeah um it's like a stream of consciousness that's what this started as yeah like i never intended this to be my art one like it started as just drawings i'd done and then i did post like some nudes really early on but then i got rid of all of that and like yeah made it presentable so it could be like a documentation of my art 100 percent. i feel like nowadays you can actually like point to an instagram or an art portfolio or whatever social media kind of thing you want to Mm. do and be like this is an artwork in itself yeah (laughs) whereas i mine isn't like that i'll just post whatever (laughs) i want it's like it's honestly like people were getting sick of me on my private so i was like i'm just gonna start one i'm just gonna like put all the shit in the world on it and i sometimes i go through and get rid of the clutter but mostly i'm like no i need that photo of russ from friends what are you talking (laughs) about i think i use my stories for that i like put all my random thoughts on my stories and then yeah use my instagram as i'm terrible i honestly feel bad for anyone that follows me (laughs) because i'm just like if they follow you they probably love it Here's all this shit, and also I'm angry, and they're like, oh, but also, so this is cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. like a toddler over yeah. there on Instagram. Oh, it's terrible, but, <laughs> you know. You got it. Maybe I'll make an artwork about how small my hands are. Do it. I can see that. <laughs> Just, like, trace them. <laughs> they'll, like, honest to God, they'll look like baby hands. Or um, um, get actual baby hands. Yeah. Trace those. <laughs> Can you tell which one's mine? Yeah. Probably not. Um. Big thanks to Jemima um, for this wonderful chat. Uh, yeah, still in Queensland, still soaking up those rays. Next time you see me, I am going to be so tan. Um, not that that's relevant to the podcast, but I need to brag about it. Anyway, have a great night, evening, morning, afternoon, whatever you're listening from, and I'll see you next week. Bye!